What's up, basketball trainers? I had a question the other day, and uh, the question was, how do you know when it's time to go full-time with basketball training? And it's a common topic, but I kind of wanted to just run through some things that came to my mind. It was right before training session, so I couldn't really go into detail, and I can't go into detail today either, but there's some general observation as to what it when I think it would be a good time if you had to make sure everything was aligned and everything was perfect, which is not really the case, won't ever be the case. I think this checklist would be a good start. And the first thing is uh, the only thing really is <laughs> the main thing is finances, uh, <clears throat> having a firm grasp on one personal expenses is everything because uh, unless you just got stacks and wads saved up, then you need to make money to pay your bills as a basketball trainer so really having a budget up front with what you do now and having a firm grasp on what the expenses are that that you have that we have for every single line item like every transaction looking at the bank statement and having january february march april all the months all the different categories for groceries rent um gas all those things listed out so you know exactly how much am I spending every single month and where can I actually cut some expenses so that I can live even more lean and not have to make as much money with my basketball training business. Because the more money you have to make, the the harder it is at times, especially with the seasonality when it gets to be like a, a November, December, maybe even a January Um you want to make sure that you have your expenses as low as possible personally so that you not to cheap yourself or to pay yourself so little and never give yourself a raise, but you want to put the majority of that money back into the business for uh, equipment, for basketballs, for advertising, for gym rentals, for all those things. So that's the first thing, getting a budget, figuring out what your personal expenses are, um, Honestly, in in listing out a big thing that personally hindered me <laughs> and I did it this backwards. If I were doing it again, I would make as much money as I could working wherever I work, trying to save up as much as possible. And the reason I, I jumped so early, I felt it was premature was because one, I was breaking even in my expenses. And I thought, man, I'm not, I, instead of finding a new job that I really just, just, really wasn't happy in and happy doing i realized i was breaking even in my expenses and what i was making i thought now's a perfect time i had like three months only saved up and if i were going back and doing it i would get at least six months of knowing if i don't make another dime i'm good in these six months if you can do 12 months that's even better but let's say you do we do six months you got six months saved up and I would also suggest listing the debt that you have. So is it a credit card? Is it a student loan? Finding that documentation of how much is the debt? Is it 10,000, 15, 20, 30? How much is the debt? What is the, uh, the APR on it? So what is the percentage that they're charging you every single month for the, uh, for the, the balance that you have on that debt and put it in, 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 ascending or uh, descending order so what's the highest apr and then the low lower apr and and keep figuring out what all the debt is that you have so that you can include that too because that's a part of the, the payments that you have to make uh as included in your personal income so 
you 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 make those you have all that stuff listed out so you see what your personal expenses are how you can lower them and be more efficient and then you start training like I mean, you get an llc for sure if you can if you have a cpa friend make it an s corp i would suggest doing the s corp rather than the llc because of the uh taxing system i'm not well versed in that but i know it's a better setup with the taxes at least in south carolina than it is in uh uh, than it is for an LLC because we're taxed differently. We're taxed many times <laughs> uh, as an LLC. So get it set up if you can. Uh, get your insurance. So you're going to need a license. You're going to need an insurance. You're going to need city licenses as well for whatever city you're wanting to train in. That's another expense. Uh, you're going to need basketballs. You're going to need a gym rental. You're going to need to pay yourself. So there's two budgets that I'm getting at right now. One is the personal budget. Two is the basketball training budget for all the expenses that you need to pay for. The gym rental, your gas, your equipment. Uh, if you want to do advertising and and all those things to list them down to see what you actually need to make to make this happen and then include your personal salary. So once you get all those numbers down, then you can say, OK, I, I need to really train. I need to serve about 50 clients right now. I've got 10. Should I really just jump and try to make up for 40 people? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I should slowly build and as I slowly build, I can get to that halfway point. And then when I get to the summertime, when it's the peak seasonality, then I can go back and I can uh, quit my job or do whatever I need to do. Maybe I just go part time. I don't go full time. Maybe I find part time work. So when it's the, the slower times. Then in the mornings, I can skip my schedule up. And if I have a camp or a clinic, which I would make sure I've, I found all the camps, all the clinics and made sure I scheduled a camp or clinic whenever the kids are out of school um, and they're looking for something to do. So I would do that. And my full time, my part time job would be finding the best gyms available, finding every single gym in the area like a directory pretty much of all the gyms that are out there. So in case anything happens, in case I need to, to, to reschedule, I have another gym on standby that I can call and make sure I always have somewhere that I can train. So once I've got my personal budget and I got my business budget, I put my, my expenses down, got my debt, I've got all those things. I got my business expenses down as well. And I know how many trainees I need to actually train to not just break even and like not owe money after every single month, but to actually make money and be profitable on the uh, the services that that's when I'm OK. I have a clearer picture and a plan I can start putting together for how I'm going to get to that 20, 30, however many trainees I need to get. So let's say it's March, it's April, and I'm trying to quit now and try to, you know, beat or beat the peak seasonality to the punch. Like personally, like current day right now, we increased like 50% in the last month. And that's not, that's not because we prospected harder. It's not because I make more calls it's because it's that time it's that time of year and just doing the same things we've been doing with the advertising with the training really well and all those other things who wouldn't want a 50 percent increase you know like man so i need to check that it might it's 3250 i've got um i've got the numbers listed in the spreadsheet but i don't have them pulled up right now it could be 3250 percent 
of an increase but nonetheless man that's a huge bump from doing nothing so it's really important to try to time this really well and if it were like a october or november i would put most of my time into creating like videos find the most efficient way look at guys like mike dunn like mike dunn he puts his phone up on a tripod i believe and just starts making videos and, and editing them up i would spend the majority of my time in in not november october if it's september I wouldn't quit during September. <laughs> I wouldn't quit during October. I wouldn't quit during November. I did that, and it was terrible, man. It was rough, rough. Quit during the busy seasons. Quit when you can or or de- downgrade. Go to part time when you actually have the the uh, the demand that's there. You can build up that client base that hopefully you can keep like the younger ones when it does get to the slower times and you can find where those gyms are and I'm, I'm 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 ranting but after you do all that after you decide or see how much how many clients you need to service to make this thing work uh, putting a plan together of how you're going to actually get those clients now what i would suggest is buying like a, a, a course or figuring out like exactly somebody who's done it before talk to a mentor somebody who has done it before and ask them how did they get to this many clients? How did they get to that many clients? And just do exactly what they say. Do exactly what they say. Uh, but before you even get to all that stuff, honestly, the budgeting takes so long and figuring out what you need for your basketball training side, what you need for your personal expenses. And sometimes, unfortunately, people realize, like, man, this ain't going to work. Like, this is, I, I, I owe too much in debt. And I'm scared to make that jump. Or I I, I got to charge more in my pricing or I can't get the gym enough to where I can charge on a monthly recurring basis, which is what you should and need to be doing. So maybe I have to just do clinics at first until I get a consistent gym space and run camps every week, or run clinics every week to where it's a little bit easier to to run a service without having. Uh, a membership or gym consistency or as much gym consistency so it, it really depends on what somebody's setup is but honestly this might be, have to be a part two because part one is just straight managing your personal expenditures and and mastering your finances so you can be set and ready to go for the business side and the other demands that come with that so uh, when is it time to quit? When you have a clear plan about how you're going to make up that delta of you owe, you have this many expenses, this much expenses in your business, and you need to make this much money. If you're not already doing that with your part-time or full-time job, then you have to figure out how am I going to make up that delta, and I need to make sure that that stuff is listed accurately and not just playing myself and missing any other expenses that are that are needed so get your personal finances i would get my personal finances in order first list them down know exactly what i owe and then i would do the business finances after that and make sure i knew exactly what was needed and uh, what money needed to come in to have more revenue than the expenses so if you guys want a part two on this just hit me up let me know i think that's a good beginning to knowing when it's time to jump into basketball training full-time appreciate y'all listening and take care yo hope that podcast gave you some value if it did please rate review and subscribe to this it only makes the podcast better i read every single one and at the very least go join our group you'll see the link in the description of this episode and i will catch you on the next one